it's, I like your mic technique. Yeah, you like that? It's it's less good. effort. I don't think it is. I think it it's really more. is. I'm like Danzig. I'm like I'm like a rapper. This is how Danzig does it. You hold it like a fork to my mouth. That's how I hold my mic now. Why are you judging me? A spoon. But a mouth spoon. <laughs> a mouth spoon? As yeah. opposed to what uh, other non-mouth kinds? Non-mouth spoons. A nose spoon, an ear spoon. A what kind of other spoons spoon. are there? Well, there are ear spoons. Those are, you know. Gross. To Q-tips? Clean. Yeah. Oh, well, Vikings had them. They had. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, to clean your ears. Did you know Iceland, uh, Icelandic people also had necro pants? Did you know that Icelandic people also have a giant laser yes. beam satellite? Oh. They sure do. Actually, that's the North Koreans, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, they're look, just under disguise, of course. Quick, necro pants. Gotta talk about them. In uh, the Middle Ages. <laughs> no, no, no. It's happening. I'm talking about it. In the Middle Ages, the Icelandic folk... Uh, they would have a, like, say you had a buddy, right? Like, I'd be like, I'd walk up to Suter and I'd be like, all right, man, look, if you die a nonviolent death, can I cut off the le- your lower torso skin and wear it as pants for good luck? And then you, being a regular person in Iceland of those days, would be, sure, friend, the same for you. And I would be like, all right, pal. And then that would happen, and you'd keep a, a coin in the ball sack, and you were said to never run out of money if you ha- kept a coin in the ball sack. Wait, well, uh, I don't that's... believe that's I don't believe that story. Aaron doesn't have any friends. Ah, either. Uh, you either got him. Or, neither of us. Not you, Harv. I mean, no, both. Aaron. No, we're all filled with hate. Yeah. All right. That's a right. So. All right. We theme song in this. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Shitty club music. I'm so tired. I don't like I don't, this. Just, They're not just, good. <laughs> Shit on a dick. It's Thursday. It's an invisible car. It's not really Thursday. It's die another day. Die another Thursday. That was shit on a dick. A die another day, a tribe. Da, 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 I can't sing. Yeah, I'm we're done. done. Hello, and another welcome Daisy. to the Catastrophe section. My name is Aaron, and with me as always is... Cameron. And also today we have guest Pseudo Aaron. Hello. He's here again once more to be talk about the bad film. Mm-hmm. Which is what we do. Podcast bad movies is the thing this is, and you're going to listen to it with your body, using your... Or the cochleals. I don't know what the ear parts are called. You could use those. Yep. And that's what we are. Using them. They're called the, the cochlea, right? Sure. Isn't it cochlea? Sure. Why not? Nice. Oh, fuck it. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. So uh, what movie did we do? We just finished watching Die Another Day, the 2002 Halle Berry and Pierce Brosnan Bond. That is just fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah, I would, okay. uh, I would agree. But before we start our analysis, let's go around and talk about our experience with James Bond movies. Harv, right. why don't you start us out? So I remember what? seeing a lot of James Bond movies on the television when I was a kid. So I used to watch a lot of like TV cut movies like on the, like the crappy channels uh, when I was growing up. And so I saw a number of Bond movies, and I saw like Moonraker and all the Pierce Brosnan ones on TV. And I was like, wow, 
This is incredibly silly. And when I got a little older, I had a friend who was a big Bond fan who has like all the movies, and I started watching some of the older ones, and I was like, these are definitely over the top, but these are like not nearly as like out of control as uh, as some of these, you know, the Pierce Brosnan films, right? They really go off the fucking. Yeah, they're they're, they're off the rails, right? And so I uh, and then I saw when I when it came out in theaters, uh, Casino Royale, which I liked, and then there was Quantum of Solace, which I, I did not care for, and then I haven't did- seen any since that. Uh, and oh, so anyway, I think you you should watch Skyfall. That one's really good. Skyfall's pretty good. Yeah. So anyway, I've I've, I've watched a lot of Bond. I've seen like like a lot of the uh, Sean Connery ones and a bunch of the others, and so I'm I'm fairly well familiar. All right, Aaron. What about you? I like the James. Did you say you like you you, you like, like James? James? I like the James. The James. I've had a bonding experience with him. Oh, wow. That was some <laughs> puns. Uh, that's lame as shit. That was bad. That's really dumb. Um, no, I uh, I think the first one I saw ever was... Uh, well, my friend Tim, when I was a kid, he went to the library and watched all of them. He like made it a point to watch all of the Bond movies. And I always found most of them fucking boring as shit. Yeah. Like, a lot of them are just fucking unwatchably boring. Or it's just like, oh, no, it's... 70s man driving down a road and it's like <laughs> da, 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 da. woman eyes da, 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 sex objects da, so, da, 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 da. yeah exactly so it's just like I, they were just boring right and then i saw fucking the golden eye and i was like all right that's all right sean bean's cool and other things are cool golden eye's pretty good <laughs> and i didn't really i really didn't give a living ever fucking shit about <laughs> about james bond honestly until fucking Casino Royale with the the blondie boy, <laughs> James Blonde. Yeah, James. Blonde. Uh, until until fucking Danny C comes out of the woodwork and is like, "Here's a Bond that's not boring," and it's like, ah, then it stopped because uh, the Quantum of Solace was boring, and then he made a guy drink oil, which was fucking stupid. You could die of thirst, or you could drink oil and die of drinking oil. It's like, ah, oh, just, go, what a conundrum. I was just like, I just, it's a metaphor because he was making that guy, uh, the guy was holding the oil hostage yep. to drive up prices, and then he made him drink the very thing that he was using for And can villain. I just say it's that, so what a lame Bond villain. Yeah. He's going to control 80% of the water in Bolivia. And probably not make any or money whatever. or do it. Yeah. I mean, and come he's on, not, <laughs> and like, he's not going to Bolivia through the end of the movie. I yeah. can't Bolivia it. <sighs> yeah, it's like not like he's going to like poison all the sharks in the world and screw up the ecos or do some other crazy Bond yeah. villain scheme. It's like, I'm going to pull a really uh, bad move and it's going to do something well, kind of bad, but... I'll make some cash. Like It's like, wow, yeah. that's just not ambitious. Anyway. It's just like... Wall Street, the James Bond yeah, movie. Yeah, except for like a bunch of boring white guys sitting in front of computers, being like, "Hey, that's uh, I could put some money to that." Yeah, it's not ah, that exciting. Fuck, we crashed the market. Oh well, no repercussions. Oops. Uh, and then James Bond comes in and is like, "You guys shouldn't do that." And then they're like, "I'm gonna make you drink oil." It's just anyway. Yeah, it's dumb. Sorry, that's my rant on that. But yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, Casino Royale's fucking. I think that's the it's only good. one. It's good. I, I like still, that one. Like will watch. I just I don't like, care good. about like any of the other ones. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything past just, Quantum. Not my thing. It's not I, my, mine neither. I'm not. I would not call myself a, a fan s- of the series. I, some are good, some are not. I mean, I have no, I have no dog in the fight. I'm not a fan. I'm not a not fan. I'm just kind of a eh. I just 
there's it's so trope laden and i think i'm way more sensitive to tropes and just being like fuck off than a lot of people are i guess i don't know that seems like a really douchey thing to say is like i like oh i I notice tropes more often than you but like (laughs) sounds really douchey it it does but like no it's all right it's probably true like i just i just sit there listen once you've seen like enough movies, you can just recognize patterns yes. that you're just gonna, you know. Yeah, it, let's let's not forget the fact that there are 24 of these yeah. movies. Yeah, there's okay, a so, lot. Yeah, and so there's no way they're all gonna be unique. There's no yeah. way that they can avoid it. I'd rather watch all the Godzilla movies. Yeah, seriously. Like, and they're almost more formulaic. It's like, I, I yeah. So I don't know. Fighting a thing, and then there's a baby Godzilla, and that one's the worst. <laughs> okay, Cameron, your turn. Movie, Son of Godzilla. Son of Godzilla is garbage. Oh. Well, I think <laughs> I love Son of Godzilla. I don't know, Cameron. Much... Do you remember watching <laughs> Godzilla versus the Sea Monster, which is probably the worst one? It's it's is it just called the Sea Monster? Yes, <laughs> it's just a big lobster thing. They they just it's like a ran fish. out of yeah, <laughs> ran like out versus of uh, monsters. I don't know a sea monster. Yeah, destroy is fucking dope. That movie's great. I oh, I remember or something. What Fuck what was yeah. it? It was like early two thousands. Uh, grandma and grandpa's when they were still alive, their old house. We watched yeah. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla two, and yep. it was PG thirteen. And then mom turned it off because it was too violent. No, no, no. It was because every every other word was like shit. Godzilla's coming, or ah fuck, Godzilla's coming. Like that was like, <laughs> and it's PG thirteen. Ah, goddamn it! There's a Mechagodzilla. <laughs> like that was literally that movie. Which, to be fair, for our age, that was a lot more. And I, even I was like. That seems unnecessary. <laughs> hey, they got to dub it somehow to keep it exciting. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, it's, it's, the rest of it's just like, fuck, goddamn, Godzilla comes down the goddamn road, and it's like, wow, well, that seems excessive. <laughs> Fork you. Uh, yeah, so, but yes, I remember that. <laughs> it's as great as the uh, the TV edit for uh, Casino, where, so the line that's like famous is like, uh, I forget the actress's name, but she says to Robert De Niro's character, fuck you, Sam Rothstein, fuck yep. you. And in the TV edit, it's freak you, Sam Rothstein, freak you. Freak you. That's what happens when they you find even... a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> so That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I'm sick of these... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I forgot the yeah. TV edit for that. But snakes. Oh, TV edits are ah, pretty creative. Plain. Okay, ah. so of the three of us, I'd say I'm probably the biggest James Bond fan of us. Yes. I chose this movie because yes. I've seen, um, I think, like 16 of the 24 movies. There's a few in the Roger Moore era and like, um, like towards the end of Sean Connery's tenure that I just haven't gotten around to seeing. Like I haven't seen... Uh, Does Zardoz count? That's oh, not a Bond movie. Yeah. I think it should. It has That's Sean future Connor Bond. That's true. <laughs> Isn't that like a trash movie? Oh, it's oh, so bad. Good. I haven't seen it, but I'm told it's amazing. If you've seen that picture with Sean Connery and the like the red speedo with the revolver and the bandolier speedo, that's Zardoz. Amazing. Okay, well. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh-huh. so I got good. into it. I got into it around uh, GoldenEye, the video game, where I would just get slaughtered by all my friends in elementary school and middle school. And the movie was pretty good, but like you two gents, I didn't really become like a huge fan until Casino Royale. 
I actually sort like enjoyed Quantum of Solace, but you have to like watch it right after you watch Casino Royale. Otherwise, it doesn't make like any sense. You just know stakes. There's like no character arcs of its own as a standalone film. It's yeah. basically just a direct sequel, which is definitely a disadvantage. It doesn't stand on its own merits. Yeah. But uh, of all the ones that I've seen, none have been as enjoyably camp. And that's saying something because some of the Roger Moore stuff is pretty hilarious, especially Moonraker. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. Sounds the sexism, nice. the racism, the colonialism, all the isms are in the old James and then Bond. Just laser beams. You know, the Bolshevism, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I always feel like James Bond has been a metaphor for Western foreign policy. Probably. If like, if we're not involved, then all this shit's going to go sideways. And, of course, the only way that we have to watch it is that we have to have somebody who's not, like, a boring policy wonk. It has to be this swaggering, cocky ne'er-do-well who's probably, like, the worst spy imaginable. Oh, yeah. Because everybody knows who he is. At the beginning of this movie, when he is posing as an arms dealer with diamonds, someone pulls out their cell phone after having taken a picture, and they're like, look, this guy has a name that we know. I thought that <laughs> they just looked up his face in, like, yeah. the Bad Spy magazine database or something, <laughs> and just, oh, uh, here, oh. Yep, that I guy. These were supposed to be classified. All right. Found him. I, it's him. I, I found him. But unlike Aaron, I actually really love the camp of James Bond because it's a familiar camp. It's a it's a nostalgia to things gone by. And what Pierce Brosnan is doing is like what Daniel Craig does so different is that that those movies are more earnest. These movies are more following in the campy tradition of like Roger Moore and Sean Connery and Timothy Dalton. So yeah, that's my yeah. Background. I'm not so I'm, I'm not against the camp. I just like lasers and uh, dick shitting fuck guns or whatever. Like I don't care. <laughs> just being like, I want you to fuck my vagina a lot, and it's just like, uh, <laughs> oh, hey, all right. Hey, thanks for the introduction. Like, well, <laughs> like that's I like that's all encompassed in a Bond movie. Like that's fine. I get that that's a Bond thing. I just hate. The one-liners where it's just like he fell off a cliff and it's just like I hope you have a nice trip or like all that <laughs> fucking like really shitty like. I, I, I think I, that I it's know. just it's impossible at this point for it to not be. It's just there is no new thing under the sun with a Bond no. movie, right? It's just you're gonna be doing the same thing that's been done over and over, and yeah. I, I just don't. I just maybe it'll be good, maybe it won't. I don't know. Yeah, it's just the formula. I think is a little too strict. It's just been played out. Yeah. So many times. Yeah, and Die Another Day was the twentieth Bond movie. Yeah. So yeah, and it's oh my is gosh. This the last uh, Ridley Pierce Brosnan yeah, one. Yeah, Ridley yes. Pilson. I'm gonna call him Ridley yeah. Pilson. Ridley Pilson. Ridley Pilson. Oh yeah, Ridley Pilson. Well then, maybe you shouldn't be living here. Ooh. I Pierce Brosnan acting right there. We should do it. Um, it's an Irish movie where he's just like some asshole stepdad to some rich person. Sure. Um, so let's yeah. get into Die Another Day, which I'll start off by oh, saying man. is at least 60 to 
65 to 75 percent innuendo as dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of suggestion, and no one ever says what they mean to the point where I was like, what's happening? It's like, <laughs> like every line could have been followed with like, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know what? No. No, I don't. I, you know, I kind of what, what do... What, why doesn't anybody just say what they're thinking? Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, basically. You know, I think Die Another Day answered the question of what we, as the United States, should do to de-escalate in North Korea. Surf in. Yeah. Like, that's oh, how so we that get was in. scene like, one. Oh scene God. one, I already knew this was terrible. Surf ninjas. Surfing into, like, the coast. Like, from where? From where? That's the thing. I don't know. That's literally, I think, the worst approach. And, and yeah, and it's... It's so slow. They could just be like, have binoculars and be like, hey, look. Surfers. They're right Wearing, there. like, spy gear. You can just see, look, they're right there. And it's like, they're not... It is, like, the slowest approach you could ever do. And it was just... it. Yeah, it started... They're surfing in to, to go do a deal. Take out something... I don't know. And then they get there and they open up a surfboard and it's it's just like a kill kit inside. Yeah, full C4, C4 and some fucking fucking gun gunny guns. Yeah, some bullet spitters. Yep. Some bullet spitters doing bullet spitting. And just like a bunch of extra garbagey spy gear. There's probably another power glove in there or some shit that happens later. <laughs> dumbass power glove. Um <laughs> Okay, well uh, Yeah. So for some reason, they put up this little doohickey that makes the this arms dealer land a helicopter near them. Is that Bond, how that worked? I guess. that. All right. It doesn't make sense, but nope. Bond basically assumes the identity of that person, gets, a, gets snapshotted by someone with a Nokia 2002 phone, yep. which then alerts the... So the Nokia, North Koreans are trading Finland. weapons... For blood diamonds, yep. or conflict diamonds, as they call them. Yep. And, okay, so the main bad guy is Colonel Tansun Moon. And we know that he's a bad guy because we see him basically stereotypically Asianing out by, like, kicking a bag that yep. turns out to be someone who is his uh, anger therapist. <laughs> Just falls out of the bag. They open the bag and open, the guy falls out all bloody. And then he's uh, like, hey, "Look, he's a bad guy." And he's like, "That's what you get for questioning me." I don't like what you said about my meal that I cooked for you. Something like that. Because that's his anger therapist, and he's got the anger issues. Yeah. So Bond is all like, "I'm a arms dealer," and they're like, "Not." Nah, yeah, you're Bond. and you can see his uh, Sony Ericsson. Yep. Product Good placement. But first, but first he puts a C4 thing in the diamond thing. So he gets they're like, oh, shoot, the, shoot the Bond boy. And then he's like, oh, no. And then they wait like 20 minutes to shoot him. And they're like, oh, point guns at him. And then he <laughs> blows up the suitcase. Uh, and... and then he blows up the suitcase. And everyone's like, oh, no. Gets on, and then one of the bad gets guys on, gets uh, a bunch of diamonds in his face that he never takes out throughout the whole it's movie. Like every terrible. time I see him on, see, on screen, I was just like screaming at him take them out of your fucking face just get some tweezers it's just they're very they're on the surface they are not embedded you just go pluck up oh, oh, the diamonds are gone you probably like if you touch your face or like rut like if you're washing your face they'll probably just fall out they're just they're not like implanted there's nothing keeping them there 
And it's not like he doesn't get skin therapy at any point. That's a plot point in this movie, is that they get gene therapy. You'd think that. It's it's DNA replacement therapy. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, Cameron. Okay, so the the background of this is, so there's a minefield, and they get over it on these pontoon boat things. Wind boats? Is that what they're called? Fan boats. Yeah, fan boats. Which apparently have rocket launchers on them or some shit. Yeah, so uh, they Bond tries to get away. Uh, Colonel Moon goes after him. Uh, he uses a Kevlar vest as, as a, a like shield? Yes. as a shield, and then hits him in the face with it. Yep. And then uh, Moon goes Yahoo-hoo-hoo-y over, over a, cliff. a cliff, and then Bond and is Bond gets a bell saved because he grabbed onto the fucking ringer and is like swinging back and forth. Yeah, and I really wish he had to like punt out and been like, time for the bell. Na, na, na. The bell tolls for, for you. Me. <laughs> Not. I'd love to see. <laughs> I'd love to have him like struggle to find like oh a God, pun. Yes. He's like, <laughs> sort uh, of like Archer, like uh, so. Bell uh, hit it. Uh, you died. Butter, butter, and then the music just comes <laughs> in loudly behind him. Yeah. <laughs> and just, so just then walks up to Halle Berry. We, and like, <laughs> I'm enjoying your body parts. Would you like to have? Intercourse. We had to rush production. We didn't have. We, it was the writer's strike. <laughs> I would so watch that Bond. Just a deconstruction Pierce, just Bond movie. Come up with uh. whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't have a problem keeping the uh, tip up. <laughs> I don't have a problem having my genitals stay erect. It'd be great. <laughs> Just deconstructionist bond would be Okay, the best. so then somehow on foot, General Moon, Colonel Moon's dad is like, My son went over that cliff by Yahoo-hooing. And now I will take you into Now I will take you into custody. Yeah. And then Bond's taken into custody, and yeah. we get a Madonna serenade oh, that oh, takes us literally into the, title the worst. Thing. It bond was song. a pretty bad Bond song. <laughs> oh my the best, god! Okay, the best lyrics from it are Sigmund Freud analyzed this. Really? Wow. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, it's Sigmund Freud analyzed this, analyzed this, analyzed this, 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 this. You Great. know, I think he might want to. <laughs> yeah. Probably got something wrong with it. <laughs> okay, it's the just, one thing. It's so bad. And the fucking, I'm going to give it. The, seek, the opening sequence is garbage. It's really not good. So it's a really terrible cold opening. But <sighs> what I will give it is. So it has an element of what a better James Bond movie has, which is that the theme goes with the plot. So usually the cold open of a Bond movie starts with like, I'm on a mission, or and then, you know, people die. It's thrilling. It's meant to get the audience in the mood. Yeah. And then. A lot of times it just cuts into a non sequitur Bond theme, like yeah. most of them do. But this actually has the torture for the time jump going into it. So that's part of it that I like is that it's yeah, actually but carrying it's the narrative shit. forward. Yeah, it wasn't just like weird, and then cut to weird garbage. Did that weird slow motion thing where it's just where it's not. It's a like high frame six. Yeah. It's like six frames like, yeah. per hour, I hate and that. then like you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm also the lyrics don't make sense. Like. Um, I'm going to wake up, yes and no. I'm going to kiss some part of it. And then there's just dancing lava women silhouettes. You know, yeah, and then there was like ice people. It's like fire and ice. 
Oh, uh, get it? Also, let, let's, let's not pretend that that's new. Every Bond theme and Bond movie has like shadowy, scantily clad women in elements. Like oh, Quantum yeah. of Solaces has like sand women, like flailing a boot, like woo! Look at me, I'm an object. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yes. So after that, he's like, oh, no, I'm being tortured. And then he's being tortured. And then eventually for 14 months. Yeah, it's like 14 months later. And then he has <laughs> also, like extra hair. And he's got like he looks like Moses. <laughs> OK, did you notice how lean and muscular he looks for someone who should be emaciated oh, and yeah. atrophied? Hey, oh, maybe yeah. they were like really feeding him well. Nope. Maybe. Definitely not. Yeah, they uh, were feeding him ice water and burns. Yeah. And electricity. And scorpion venom. <laughs> Which, you know, we all find out because they scan him with this high tech blue beam. How does he get out, everybody? He gets traded for a bad guy. For the, di- for the diamond face guy. Yeah, for diamond. We're just going to call him Diamond Face. Yeah, dumb fuck. <laughs> well, it's a better na- it's a better name than Mister Kill, which is also the hey, name of a villain in whoa. this movie. I think that is the mo- the best name. It's so straightforward, Cameron. It's you a name exactly to die for. To do. It's a name to die for. Ah, fucking the best. Li- I love that line. That was. <laughs> I love tons of line from the lines oh, from this oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Save by the Bell. A name to die for. Like, well, yep. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> I get it. Here we go. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) So there should be some background. So Pierce Brosnan is the first Irish Bond. There has been a Bond from... All of the United Kingdom. There's been uh, Timothy Dalton is has is Welsh. Daniel Craig is from the UK. Sean Connery is from Scotland. Yeah. And um, no, there's not been a North Ir- Northern Irish Bond, but. Pierce Brosnan is the Irish Bond. Yeah. And in th- usually in, in GoldenEye and Tomorrow Never Dies and The World Is Not Enough, the other movies that he's done, he actually tries to have like RP or like the standard British sounding like dialect accent. Yeah. and accent. But in this, he just lets it all hang out with like the Irish. <laughs> I always knew I always knew you are Chinese intelligence Chang. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just yells about Guinness half the movie. Hi, honey. Oh, and then I Oh, like, I saved like by the bell. Better, better. McTaggart, better. Or, or Tim uh, Allen is James Bond. Oh, oh, yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> and it just like drills people with the fucking <laughs> power tools. Bah! Just kills people with fucking like table saws. That'd be fucking brutal. Okay, so watch that. Bond wakes up in a British uh, place. <laughs> it's, well, that's it's all. Well, yeah. after the medical like examination, place. it's just yeah, in like a medical facility. He's in. And they're he's like in like South Korea, and it's got laser technology. Okay, it's like so, scanning him. Yeah. So he was. Is he? Are we to infer that he's able to slow down his heart rate to the point where it looks like he's ah, going yeah. into cardiac arrest? Of course, of course he can. He can do that. Because he can meditate hard. And then, so he does that, the orderly, the disorderlies come in, the fat boys come in and start rapping. Oh, damn! 
we were eating cake. Oh no, I like fat things. And then uh, ladies, and then uh, they come in and they fucking defibrillate him, and then he defibrillates them, which is not how it works. Um, <laughs> Wait, that guy as... wouldn't be alive if he oh, defibrillated no. him against One, the wall. Yeah, those both of those people are dead. He just killed two people. Secondly, and he just said th- thanks for the kiss of life. Yeah, and then he's just he's just like, all right, <laughs> hey lady, let me sexually harass you, and then and then she's like, <laughs> and, then he and they don't try to stop him. He's no. like, he basically leaves and locks the door, and she's just like swoon. Yeah, like, and oh he, well. And then he goes to Hong Kong, and then he, they're just like. He's all ragged and shit covered. And, and he happens to to go ashore right near yeah. like the Hong Kong Yacht Club where he has a regular presidential suite to get billed to his, I don't know, secret agent Magic account. Town. He's like, give me a presidential room. And they're like, yes, Mr. You Bond. You got it. And then so they try to do a honey trap where uh, this guy named Chang, who's like the concierge there. Yeah. Uh, basically uh, sends a masseuse who's called Peaceful Fountains of Desire, you know, the technical translation. And then what he does is he grabs her from behind and she's like, I'm not that kind of masseuse. And he says, I'm not that kind of customer. And he grabs the pistol that she has ankle holstered and throws the ashtray through on the bedside table through the window where they're like, trying to film him yeah. having the sex. Also, two yeah. of them are smoking in there. So you think they would he would have just been like just sniff the air and be like there's someone smoking in here. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Like you think he would have noticed. Yeah. Only you can prevent hotel room fires. <laughs> yeah, and they just have a camera set up and he's just like shouldn't be doing that and they're like ah shucks. <laughs> and then he gets and then the guy gives him a ticket to Cuba and some money and he's like here you go Bond, he's there. And then he's like, because he's got to go find Zhao, Diamond yeah. Face. Uh, okay, really quick. Zhao Zedong. Yeah, Zhao My Dong. Just no, like, Zhao Zedong. Nope, Zhao My Dong. It took 20. All like, right, Zhao This Madong. is like 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah, for real. This is literally like and 30 it's like minutes in. Nothing, and nothing has happened. It's just empty. No, it's just like torture, torture, walking, uh, sexual harassment. <laughs> and I shot a guy. <laughs> and that guy went off a waterfall. Like the first, I would say hour and a half of this movie is fucking boring. It's it really, and that's just the thing, right? It's so dull. Like not a lot happens, and they have like, it's it seems like the, uh, there's just so many places where this movie could have ended, but then they're just like, well, we have more money, so let's build another action set piece. Yeah, and, and you know, like, like how many third acts do you need? Uh, seven, obviously. Like, cause like, holy crap. There are like four third acts in yeah. this movie. I feel like they could have just ended it in Iceland. Yeah, definitely. Nope. Yep. <laughs> On a go plane. To- <laughs> we need another action set. It's like- this movie is is like they saw the Bond games and were like, we're gonna make that. Oh yeah. We're- we need the last level to be on a plane with the boss, and he's got super power armor with the power gloves. And he shoots lightning, and he's a harder bad guy than ever you fought. So you got to use all your skills you learned through the rest of the game. Like it's literally <laughs> structured like a fucking video uh, game. It's structured like a Bond video game. They just took their fucking, they they saw they 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 they, they played Nightfire, and they're just like, <laughs> you gotta make that. That's a movie now. 
Okay, Nightfire is way more enjoyable than this. I Nightfire is that that was my golden eye for for shooting <laughs> friends in the face. I remember when we used to play that on PS2, and you would always launch those bullshit like <laughs> like yeah. remote controlled yeah. rockets, and oh, I yeah. was and I'd just like thread them through windows and shit, and just be a dick. <laughs> yes, I did that all the time. Or I'd hide in the little gondolas and just be like missiles. <laughs> like, it's fucking great. Anyway, yeah, no, that was that was great. Um, but yeah, no. Oh, so it's just structured. So like he goes. Game. He goes to Cuba. Yes. Um, where but he, they didn't actually film in Cuba. Where he so Zhao was at like this private gene therapy DNA yeah. thing clinic, and he's like, I'm gonna go there, and so he does because um Zhao had killed like three Chinese intelligence officers, yeah. and Chang gives him a ticket, a hard ticket to Cuba. Hawaii. Hawaii. Hard ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. Cube Y. It's another movie. Yeah. And so he goes to this resort, and that's where we meet Halle Berry, who Jinx. plays Jinx. Yes. But before we meet her, uh, he meets some, I don't know if, when he meets the guy who he asked for Delectados, which I think is cigars? Like poisoned cigars. Yeah, something like that. I, I didn't that's understand what, it what that like word they is. they were. Um... Yeah, and it, it and I apparently I guess he was a sleeper agent as well. Something like that. Because that's I mean he mentions like and then something sleeper and it's like okay like he just says the word sleeper and it's like I guess he's a sleeper agent, and then he gives him uh stuff and gun and thing, and then he beats up a South African man and takes his ticket and put and oh knocks, knocks the, him the out. South, the South African guy has my favorite scene in the whole movie. He's just has a gun out while there's this sex worker oh, yeah. who's like on his lap and he says a co- concierge bring all the no, more women up to my place otherwise you'll be Fidel Castrato yeah I, I thought that was, that was pretty look. funny <laughs> I laughed well, shoot your cock off not gonna have a dog yeah basically yep and so James is just having a drink a mojito by yep. you know the pool or the ocean. the ocean, and Halle Berry comes out comes out of the water in a rather eye catching. Like, you just see his, and he pretends to be an ornithologist, and they have what I can only describe as an entire um, sexual harassment training disguised as a scene. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he's just like, I like the view is gorgeous, and she's just like, yeah. <laughs> and then when he says that he's an ornithologist, one of my favorite innuendo lines of the movie, she says, ornithologist, now there's a mouthful, and she looks down. into my mouth, pleasuring them with my body. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, it's just not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's no, not fun not. anymore. Fuck it. You're just rude. You're just not a nice man. Now there's a penis full. <laughs> there's a penis full of body juice. Also, my favorite part of the movie, the most clearly comically evil person, which is saying something, is the doctor who does the gene therapy that Jenks assassinates. Yeah. He's basically saying, like, we get our DNA from orphans, runaways, you know, people who won't be missed. Yeah, and like that's not how gene therapy works. No, well, uh, you don't once like again, just take. Once again, the the movie confuses gene therapy, a real thing, with DNA replacement therapy, which doesn't exist. It's not a thing. 
Also, they have a dream machine that just looks like drugs. Yeah, like so a, a drug mask we'll get that's there. Just pumping neon into your body. Anyway, yeah. So after they have the sex, him and Halle Berry. In fact, a little bit of unknown trivia was that Louis Armstrong originally auditioned to be Jinx, and we have exclusive audio of his audition of that scene with James Bond. Let's give it a listen. Hey there, hey there James Bond. My name is Jinx. I'm, I'm, I'm in Jinx. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that your name? Yeah. What's your name? Are you? Do you have some sort of bearer bonds? Uh, yes. I. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I do. I got a. Uh, James bearer bonds. Yep, that's Thank me, you. James Bond. Oh, your genitals look lovely. Yeah. Thanks. I use a lot of laxatives. That's a historical fact. That's great. I'm glad I actually sung a song about laxatives. How about you don't? Yeah, pooping is nice. Oh, okay, you're doing you it anyway. That's good. I like to poop because it is nice. Laxatives it is a necessity, I, I would say. Yeah, it's all good. Is, is you know, it? I love that Mr. Armstrong is willing to go off book. Keep going. Oh, don't, boy, don't You don't have to keep going, though. I Not if you don't want today. to. Seven. Eight, nine, ten, ten poops a day. That's uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of laxatives in my I bet. Okay, I, can you can you go back to the script now? I want to uh, hear a little bit more of the yeah, dialogue from the let's, scene. Let's let's uh. Hey, how about we just? I didn't say ornithologist. <laughs> okay. I didn't say that. How about this? Let's find a different actor. Oh well. Let's do that part. That's okay. Mouthful of your penis. It it's not though. <laughs> How about we go back to nope the place with the listen, bed man. It's not going to work. The casting course. couch is not your friend, Why Mr. Armstrong. <laughs> I'm going to go to an right. island and shoot a doctor. Do that. All right. Scene. We'll let you know. We'll let you. We'll send you a letter. Okay. Well, I'm going to go lift heavy things. Do that. <laughs> Just go strong. ahead. Do it. My arms are strong. They are very strong. <clears throat> Goodbye. The laxatives. That's uh, that's what I'm told. <laughs> Oh boy! We now return to the catastrophe section. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, so Bond breaks into this clinic by he takes the South African guy. Yeah. Um, after Knocks he punches him, out, him, puts him in a wheelchair, uh, and throws him down a hallway. Breaks into like the bot, like the basement of the clinic where Zhao is. He's like, "Oh, what are you doing here, Zhao?" And then Zhao's like, "Oh crap!" And then ah, good damn. thing he has a. St- he has a standby helicopter there just yeah. waiting to take off oh, because boy. the therapy apparently was set to end at exactly that time. Oh, yeah. And so after Jinx assassinates the doctor, she puts a bomb in the office. And so when Bond is about to get Zhao, the bomb goes off and he doesn't die from the explosion and Zhao it. gets away and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And because, you know, second act need villain. Yeah. Although it would have been kind of interesting if, if she had become the villain and she knew who had betrayed him. And then Zhao was just like, pew, pew. Yeah, but like. Curse blowed. Fuck it. <laughs> also, jumping off the cliff was her plan the whole time. That When shot, the security guards. That shot. Yeah, that shot was, was so, so bad. So bad. she falls backwards onto a green screen. Yep. And like, it would have been better if there was like two guys standing there with like a sheet. 
with like an ocean drawn on it. Yeah. Like running backwards as she went, better. oh, and then making like ocean noises. That would have been more realistic. <laughs> and, then the boom, and then the boom mic kind of comes yeah. into frame yeah, for and like, like two seconds. <laughs> I love that. It's just like, hey, stop. We have guns. And then she's just like, oh, okay, strip. Take my clothes like, off. Why don't you fuck the butt off of me, guards? And then like, okay. <laughs> No. And also, and then she falls off. And then Bond's like, hey, guys, you probably, uh, um, that sucks you didn't get her. Bye. It's like, why wouldn't they be like, hey, Bond, now you, guns. Yeah, I know. Okay. And they were like, all right, she, well, better. Yeah, didn't she, get her. I guess she, we're done for the day. Wouldn't she die from that fall, though? It's uh, a really high cliff. Yeah, water yes. is not your friend nope. at high velocities. No, not at all. Gotta cross them legs. Why? Because it, it helps you not die. Oh, okay. So cannonball? Uh, no. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Yeah, you want to hit with s some point. Yes, but also, if you just, like, point your toes, then it's going to split your... Basically, you, you cross your legs so the water doesn't rush up into your anus and split you in half, because that can happen. Oh, I not... You want to clench those cheeks. No, if, that's where the pressure... Yeah, will... even, if you're, even if you're, like, cliff diving, you got to want to hold your butt shut. Yep. Otherwise, it's like a super enema. Yeah, I mean that's hot, but that's <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's, uh, it will be. No, it won't. Just put warm anyway. Yeah, warm things in there. Uh, okay. Well, after she escapes and becomes an enema of the state, Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah, all right, we find <laughs> Bond takes the most reliable airline in the world, British Airways. Sure. Which just so happens to have a convenient magazine about Gustav ah, Graves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His, uh, who, yeah. Who is the British billionaire Icelandic. who. Oh, I thought is he was. Linked uh, to, wasn't he Icelandic? Uh, he found. He owns the mines in um, Iceland, but he's British. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's I was confused okay. the whole Me movie because he was speaking in a Bridget, British accent. A Bridget thought, accent? Yeah, sure. A Bridget Jones uh, <laughs> accent. She diary. Yeah, diarrhea of Bridget Jones. <laughs> 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 bottle of it in my study. <laughs> got a bottle of Bridget Jones diarrheas in my studies. Um, <coughs> so yeah, I thought he was Icelandic, and I was confused that he was like. British. Doesn't sound like that. Yeah, and he's like, I am the British, and then he wasn't. Yes, because he sounds like I am the British. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I am this secret foreign man. What have no playable accent? <laughs> you do not know where I am from. You know, I scare you. You know, without British <laughs> Airways, I never would have been able to get this movie done in an, in two hours and thirteen minutes. Mm, thanks, British Airways. <laughs> so then we see a guy in a plane who's making a super entrance by skydiving. Yeah, it's like fucking. It's like fucking nine lives. Fucking Kevin Spacey jumping out of a plane. <laughs> but I can give him some points because he's meeting with the queen. He's not just landing there to go to work. Yeah. Which by that the would way, be, by the way, the most awesomest thing ever. What? It's like that's how I get to work. I just skydive. Skydiving. You know. Well, no, because in nine lives he was skydiving to impress clients on top of his building. I guess. Which, by the way, there's a great fan theory for Nine Lives I have to talk about at the end of this, and we'll do that. 
Ooh. Mm. Sounds good. It's it's great. And also, what I love about the schlockiness of the um of the Nine Lives intro is that it it is just an excuse to like regurgitate in like to just blah, here's who's who in relation to each other. Blah. Whereas this, it starts after he actually lands. Yeah, so that's a little bit better. So Gustav Graves is like, huh, I'm charming and rich, huh, 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 and then they're like, what's it going to be like to meet with the queen? And he's like, it's, it's going be to be great because I'm rich. Gustav Graves and totally not a North Korean general's son who used DNA therapy. Who very quickly <laughs> learned a British accent. Well, he studied. Uh, Fuck it. What is it? Fuck it. Western. No. Nope. Majored in Western hypocrisy he, at university, yeah, and, which yeah, is like the best made-up major I've ever heard. I, <laughs> I mean, obviously it was a joke, but fucking come on. I majored in Western hypocrisy. Like, <laughs> thanks, Fedora boss. Like, oh, great, thank you. Why don't you? Where'd go you go, France? Swim in your postmodernist piece of garbage. Fucking swim in your pile of fedoras. Ugh. Yeah. Seriously, go do that. <laughs> oh boy. Everyone has hypocrisy. Come on. Why say Well, yeah, but... But I major in it. Oh! oh! So much worse than Czechoslovakia. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So get out of here. I mean, like... But anyway, <laughs> well, you just spoiled the whole movie, Cameron. Oh, no! I, I said I said he wasn't. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for clarifying. Hey, uh, hey, I got a fucking... I got a tip for you. Yeah. You put the mic at your face, not. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I'm doing. It's in my face. Okay, so then everyone who's been clamoring for Madonna to show up in another movie that was made in two that was released in 2002, just like swept away. All I gotta say, she plays the fencing uh, observer named Verite. She's an instructor. Yeah, sure. It's technically, and that's where where Bond is at, like a sporting club slash fencing place, and. He meets uh, Gustav Graves is learning Diamond from Boy. Miranda Frost, who is Fuck actually off. an undercover MI6 agent who volunteered to be close to Graves, even sure. though she found nothing. But And then Bond challenges him uh, after Madonna and him have this wonderful exchange. I see you handle your weapon well. Oh, I've God. been known to keep my tip up. Yep. Oh, I wish that that sound effect was there. And in a scene that can best be described as reckless endangerment of everyone around. Minor. Yes, they're okay, so they don't just fence, they fight with broadswords and what are some of the other weapons that they use? They have two, so they start off with katana. two They start off with two skiavanas, which are a basket hilted uh, sword. Yep. And then they progress to like a katana. He has like a katana after he throws his, his basket hilted sword at Bond. Well, so they start off as a regular fencing thing, right? Yep. And then he's like gets upset because Bond sort of hits him in the wrist, and then he's like, let's up the ante. First one to draw blood in the chest with a real sword. Wins. Right? And so, so, and then they start, like, chasing each other around this whole place, and then he eventually throws that. He gets a katana out. They start fighting with that. Then they end up with, like, both, like, like 
it's like bastard swords, yeah. right? These are really big swords. He just tears these. He, uh, I'm assuming these are like display pieces that are really fucking old, right? Yeah, I mean that would and be nice. On the wall, and he's just like, "We're gonna kill each other with these. They're a bajillion dollars." Speaking of a bajillion dollars, they proceed to like cut through paintings and pr- yeah, priceless and like priceless artwork. art, and, and like, almost yeah, kill a dozen people. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. seriously, right? And there's like a he's knocking people over, and then it ends when they have like these two broadswords and they're fighting like in a fountain. Yep. And then Bond finally cuts him. Yep. And then he's like, "Ha ha, we did it." And, and then, then, then Rosamund Pike comes and in and she's like, "Stop this she's mindless like, enough. violence!" Enough. Yep. You butt. And then it looks like you busted me, Mister Bond. You drew first blood. <laughs> Welcome to the first blood blood drive. We're gonna draw first blood on the the war on blood diseases. My name is Sylvester Stallone, and I'm here to promote the first blood blood drive. Go on. <laughs> so you're saying that no life is expendable, right? <laughs> Definitely, there are very few lives that are expendable. Especially when you can draw first blood. It's been a rocky start to this year. <laughs> P- please, no, no, please continue. But we're not in a grudge match or anything. <laughs> I'm in a grudge match with glukemia. Would you say that? But you, you want know, to be we're the... not necessarily trying to get Carter, but we're trying to. <laughs> Would you say that you want to be the demolition man of diabetes? Is I that... sure do. And with your donations, we can go over the top <laughs> with our fundraising goals. We're gonna go over the top. And put a punch into Kansas' dumb fucking face. Yeah, that's what you he bitch. would say in a... <laughs> I can't even so do that. come on down okay. and draw foist blood. If that's it. Oh, boy. So then what okay, does James so Bond then, do? So then James Bond... James Bond then goes to Q, the quartermaster, played Yo, with John a plum by, by John, John Cleese. Cleese. And when yeah, I saw John, John Cleese, Cleese, I like cried on the inside. I was like, "No, what are you doing? you're breaking my heart in this movie. Stop! Why are you here? You're so good. What are you doing? Stop! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically. And um, he's just like, "Here's all the new shiny things. Don't break things. Ah, uh, stereotypical Q stuff. Here's a big laser dick hole and a ring that blows up things <laughs> and a watch that blows up things." And a car that can't get blown up because you can't see it to blow it up. Because it's Goodbye. invisible. It's invisibly. Fucking invisible Wait, car. Eat it. What's dick. that line that he has where he says, uh, you know, you're not as, uh, you're more clever than you look, Q. And then, he sa- and then Q retorts something like, better to look more clever than you are. Yeah, I thought that was actually pretty, pretty witty. Yeah. Yeah. They had one oh, writer on this. The Brit wit. Yeah, I, I love witty Britishisms. They're great. But then the rest of the oh, movie happens. Also, yeah, that's a true. note about all those props. So you know how he says, like, this is your 20th watch? It's also yeah. the 20th. Yeah, so this came out on the 40th anniversary of Dr. No's release in 1962. So they brought back a lot of things, like the breath thing that he uses underwater yeah. is from um, Thunderball. Uh, the The crocodile submarine... Uh, is from Octopussy. The jetpack is from Russia with Love. There's there's a story um, behind that jetpack. 
Yep, and just all those things are from previous Bond movies. So they literally just, he's like, oh, all this stuff looks so old and used. And he's like, well, that's because you've used it before. Maybe not in this current. Implications. Incarnation, but it's some form. So then he gets a, an invisible car. Yeah, he gets an invisible car. Yeah, the Aston Martin vanish. Yeah, you fucking assholes. It has cameras on it, and then it projects the cameras on it. Yeah, what was yep. the bullshit, like, pseudoscience behind it? Like, it's got cameras that distort the light function and use the spectrum of light to bigger the ball. Oh, no, polymer. He said the word polymer. I remember he that. He said science words, and then it worked. And then Bond was fine. And then it has, like, automatic anti-missile shotguns. Yeah, it, <laughs> it and does. And then he was like, here's the manual. Just crank that out in a couple hours. And then he throws it in the air, and then the anti-missile guns shoot it, and he's like, LOL, even <laughs> less time. And then he leaves. Yes. After Q okay, gives so... him an eye roll being all like, oh, you Bond. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so Bond is brought back into the fold of MI6 uh, by going to in a, an underground abandoned... Uh, fuck hole. Tube station. Yeah, a fuck hole. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's the technical term. I mean, <laughs> want to go down to my fuck hole? Oh yeah, no. I got my garbage lair. No thanks. Want to come down to my garbage lair, ladies? No, thanks. Okay, well, <laughs> I've refurbished my dripping panty pit. I've got twelve panty pits on reorder from the fuck lounge. Great, just great. That's a great thing. I've got an it's ice sure palace. Is. Ice palace. More like put my penis in you. Ha. <laughs> yeah, so he goes to Iceland and the guy's doing a rocket sled and he's like, that was fast. And then he's like, yeah, but not enough. And then they walk inside the ice palace. Pretty great. <laughs> oh, and so, yeah, we find out that Frost works for MI6, and yeah. he, uh, Bond sees Jinx there, and... It's like, uh, lol, what? Frost You're here? Frost is like, oh, who are you? Oh, Jinx, I thought you were dead. There, why are you here? And she says, I'm oh, here. well, that wouldn't be the first explosive situation you've been in. You can take care of yourself. And he says, ha ha. And then Frost comes up and she says, oh, I see Mr. Bond has been talking about his Big Bang Theory. And she says, I think I got the thrust of it because they fucked. <laughs> the thrust of it. Oh. Get it? Because they Now bung. I get I missed that. They bung each other. Very subtle innuendo. They bung the shit out of each other. That's not how the, Got uh, bung. No, I'm pretty sure that they can walk upright. They didn't bung the shit out of each other. They got bung. He used his genitals to bung a vagina. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sorry. That was pretty For funny. spies that are supposed to be covert, they sure do love their red leather and tuxedos to blend yep. into, you know, the ice and snow. <laughs> And I like that they're just loudly exclaiming, like, do you remember that mission we went on? That was super cool. I We're talking in a that. vaguely coded remember language. Remember when we 
messed up that yeah. thing in that Turkey. Was cool. and then, hey, we should probably not talk about it oh, because there's a lot of bad hey, guys around. Oh, We're hey. trying to fight the people that own, own oh, here. All right. That's, let's talk later. Okay. I'm going to have intercourse with you. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Hey, all right. We'll do that. That's Make basically what they're it. doing. Okay, so a I real forget life the name of the situation. <laughs> okay, I don't know the name of the uh, United States CIA guy, but he totally Steve. doesn't seem like a high up CIA he handler. Matter. Yeah, he's like one Why of the most he worthless, the like not not characters. He's like, damn it, Jinx! This is the fourth police cruiser that you've crashed in the last week. It's the, the city guy council played, is uh, gonna be. Yeah, you're off the case. Darn it! Oh, golly gee. Yep. I don't like it. Only we in the one. So yeah, then they laser around the place and he sneaks about and then he finds a thing. He meets oh, oh I'm sorry, before we Also the Ark of um The Covenant. Of yes, the Ark yeah, of the, the Covenant. Gee, that's not nope. in this movie. <laughs> no, it, it the be. Ark of oh, yeah, uh, Miranda Frost is so opaque. So she was said to be like so when she's sitting down in M's office where we the audience are clued in that she's an MI six asset. He ass. Uh, uh, but uh, her arc is I'd never. It says that you've never slept with anyone inside of the agency. No, I don't think that that's appropriate. Or oh, you want to sleep with me? You do. Oh my! I guess I should. It seems I do. <laughs> Good sir. Hope thrust it into my vagina. Oh, and I. You got it, lady. Oh, I'm definitely We're no Fidel course at the moment. Oh, I'm, what is up with this Elizabethan thing you guys are doing? It's, like, it's, it's fun. I'm, it's fun I'm definitely do. not in a. Oh. Fl- <laughs> oh. I'm definitely put it into def- my vagina. I'm definitely not a Fidel Castrado. Oh, oh. the rumors are true, Seven. Your genitalia it's are going inside of quite mine. Stupendous, I do declare. It oh. is quite enjoyable if you know what I'm saying. I would like you to tap my bottom with your hand. If you would be so kind. Why don't you fist the shit out of me? <laughs> oh, I shall, madam. I shall at your behest. Oh, boy. Oh, I, I want to be the porta potty to your three-hour wait. I'm the fire. Oh, this Lord is most Firehouse, I'm I the bucket. Believe that I have finished too early. How embarrassing! That's us. <laughs> oh dear. Time for your anus. Uh, yes. Ooh. Let us do that. Oh, I learned something right, really fun, uh, yeah. Yeah, fascinating about like 19th century history. So apparently, uh, men who were married were encouraged to only have sex with their wives that is heterosexual men in marriages were only encouraged to have sex once a month because their sperm was thought to be more potent if they <sighs> disciplined themselves into like okay once a month sex and that way we'll have more kids and that was in like men's like health like what would be like men's health magazines now but it would just be like keep your dongle to yourself all you gotta set the egg timer on your balls. Of course, don't you guys know anything? Because otherwise, it's you not. You gotta good make sure spoiling. your humors are in balance. You know, <laughs> come on. Yeah, your black your black humors are out of balance. You gotta get the the bile going up. Yep. Or whatever. How many humors were there that 
five, five that, I think. Yeah. Five. Uh, was that Aristotle? Moist. What? Who was came it? up with those? Was I don't I don't it know. Was the Ralph yeah, there you go. Anyway, so what else does Bond do? Let's keep this gravy train. Fuck, fucks more women. So he he Leaves. has sex with Miranda. Hey, see, I was with right. Miranda Frost on. She's like, oh no, I shouldn't. He's like, oh, you shall. Well, I thought it was originally. Did you just turned French there, Cameron. Yeah, it sounded like, it. I, yeah. like oh, you I think shall. originally. She was just like ma- making out to cover for him for him being a s- sneaky spy boy. Oh, well, he met someone named Mister Kill. Uh, yes. Forgot to mention that, which is great. He's like the super- yeah, Mister Kill is one of uh, Zhao and Gustav Graves' henchies. Yeah, he's like the big one. Yeah, it's the classic Bond, like the super big Jaws. dude. Yeah, yeah, like Jaws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um. They do. He does. He sneaks into the plant. He, and he gets does. away. He go. It's ver. He verbs. The I don't remember exactly what happens. He obtains the MacGuffin. And Doesn't then, he get out? He goes out uh, into the like the the salty wilderness. Uh, yeah, and then uh, and he comes back. And then he does. Yeah. That, okay. So we're we're current. Yep. Well, he's in a, he's in his invisible car and he double parks it while Halle Berry goes into the underground place. Uh, gets captured, and then there's lasers involved. Yes, he rescues her from the lasers. What although is when that the laser is getting war, yeah, other than like is lasering that... people, yeah. What is it... that machine for, Aaron? It was built to reference Goldfinger. <laughs> yes, well, of course, but, but like it was in you, like in, like in it, film, it, it, like you should come up with a reason why it exists. Yes, and they didn't have one of those in they, the universe. It's didn't... just like murder. Yeah, is it just to cut holes in people, or is that like yep. part of the therapy? Because it's in the same room. Yeah, fuck it. Anyway, so then there's a whole intense. All right, I'm gonna set this off, and then we're all gonna leave and assume it all goes well. And then they do that, and then it doesn't. And then Bond shows up and frees her. And then he but makes. They, but more... then he has a fight with Mister Kill. And then he Mister Kills him. but i think one of the best sound design parts is when he's running down the hallway towards halle berry and the laser is like you know inexplicably going slowly towards her face yeah because you know convenience she's just like "Ah, ah, ah, and it sounds like orgasm noises when it's just just like like, with an intermittent oh no (laughs) oh no you're going to make me jizz all over Oh, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. And and then the scene turns into a <laughs> to a Pink Floyd laser show. Yeah, it just kind of all the lasers just kind of have a fuck about. They just have a day and they just spin oh, around. Oh, and also Halle Berry's like, "Be careful, otherwise I'll become half the woman I once was." Yeah. Mortal danger really gets my quips going. Better hurry, otherwise I'll Get die. <laughs> so anyway, then then Bond fights Mr. Kill, and then, it, and then there's lasers and a fist fight, yep. and then Halle Berry somehow knows how to like work this laser machine really well, and like, then super she does, well, and, and she shoots brain. the laser through the back of his head and out of his mouth. And it's he's pretty, dead. Pretty gruesome. Yeah. All right. We br- <laughs> Oh, yeah, the murder by laser. We yeah. interrupt this program to bring you a preview of this week's new episode of Kermfeld. Uh, 
هاي كرايمر يا Sure, as as long as we don't run into any um, Nazis about any food that are particular oh, liquid. That would be bad. Yay! Or ha- Yay, we haven't gone anywhere yet. Well, now we made plans that we're going. Oh, hey, look, Kernfeld Batman's here. Hello, Batman. Hey! Batman, what are you doing in New York? Fighting bad guys. Is Kermfeld a bad guy? No. I'm just walking down the road. Kermfeld, are you a baddie? <laughs> no. Oh, look, I see your nemesis, uh, the red square. Man. <laughs> hey. I'm the red man. That's are my... you are you a communist? Is that why you're dangerous? Or are you just red? Uh yeah, uh, I don't yeah, I don't remember what the episode script said. Uh I think yeah. Yep. Sure. I you know, it, I don't like you know, what you're doing. All right. What are you going to do about it? I'll kill you. That's not what Batman does. It's who fucking you didn't read the script. I know, but I... Hey, Batman, and you're not going to get away from me. You you know, if you don't know what you're doing, you can call Line. Line. Uh, yes, I would love to be tickled. Let me count the reasons why, and then you pull out your spear and say, aha, and then slash it at him. Okay, uh, yeah, I would love to be tickled. uh, Oh, my gosh. Why did I take this? Um, uh, so let me count the reasons why. Let me count the reasons why. Um, spear. I, uh, here's the. Sp- oh, take that, Batman spear. Oh no! Oh no! He martial arts out of the way. <laughs> Batman. Yep. You sure? I don't like what you're doing, and you're gonna die. Uh, line. I'm the line. same as Kermit the Frog. Voice. What's the line? Tell me the next. Your one. line is. Oh no! Don't. Fuse into one Kermfeld Batman hybrid. That would be the one thing that could defeat me. Oh help! Thank goodness that was over. Whoop. Join uh, us next next week when Kermfeld and Batman become one, and then try to discover how to unentangle themselves yeah, by doing nice stand up. Is in yours, please. Yay! <laughs> the end. <laughs> Kermfeld, what are you doing with that? Kermfeld, what are you doing with that dish soap? I don't know! We now return to the catastrophe section. Yeah, so this... Uh, this uh, the bond is yeah, going uh, away and he's he doing the thing and Peter Sprouse... Uh, oh, and then he's in an ice palace. Thursday. I forgot about that. All right, so he kills Mr. Thursday. Kill yeah. and then he goes and then he finds out... Oh, oh, and that's when we see the dream machine. Yep, that's when the drug... LED. So he, it's like, so apparently because of the DNA therapy, uh, Gustav G, whatever his name is, can't sleep anymore. And so he takes, he spends time on what's called the dream machine, which is like a plastic face mask with like neon tubes. Yep, just LEDs. Yeah, it's just like, like drugs, the machine. Yeah. And uh, and then he, he's like, I do this so I stay sane because if he didn't sleep, he'd go nuts and die. And then uh, Zhao Diamond Face is there, and he's like, oh, cool. 
That's cool. Yep. What happens after that? I don't even remember. Uh, Bond well, is Bond, all like, Bond I don't like what you're doing. Bond gets into his invisible car. No, he gets into the glidey thing yeah. to right away after the betrayal scene, and he finds out, and he's like, Frost, how could you turn your back on the British government? Oh, yeah, that's and right. And then also there's that befuddling line that Graves has where he says, your weakness is women, and our weakness is winning whatever the cost is. And I'm like, that's your weakness? That's is not, winning? I don't think that's what that is. Winning is your weakness. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, Actually, North Korea's real weakness is that they economy are really bad at everything they do. <laughs> that would that would be my estimation. Yeah. And so um, then Bond u- uses the ring that a ring that Q gave him that is supposed to be high frequency but doesn't make anyone go deaf. But it, and then it, breaks the glass and he runs so, away. That's right. Yeah. Then he runs away and then so then he activates his so the whole thing is that Gustav Graves made the satellite that can reflect the sun. And yep. you can make it so, oh, we'll have like year-round growing seasons wherever I point this thing. But it actually is a supoledo. It's a supoledo. Right? And so yep. he activates it, and then he's it's chasing Bond slowly for the sake of dramatic irony. Which wouldn't happen. Yeah, not at all. It's, and then he, uh, a, and then Bond is like... One degree of change from would, space is, is uh, like hundreds, uh, miles. hundreds of miles, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, then, he, and then he's going in the rocket car. Yep. Running away from the sun. Yeah, essentially. The sun laser. You might as well be walking on the sun. Don't just, and you might as well be driving away from the sun. Which, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. And so, then he actually beats Gustav Graves. Is, he's like, boss, who broke your record? That was the most <laughs> yeah, ridiculous fucking, nonsense. Fucking blonde emo Phillips comes up and he's like, boss, he's better than you, uh, than you at everything. Like we just needed to clarify that he's the best. Around and, Fro- and, and then, then Frost basically yeah, said, "Did you know that his his wang is bigger than yours?" And he's like, "That's it, oh, laser." No. Oh damn! So you don't like that. And then he beats his time, and then he gets away, and then it gets stuck on a cliff, and then he steals the parachute out the back of the rocket sled. This is my favorite part. It by is the, the way. fuck. It's fucking great. He gets the parachute and uh, somehow turns a sur- uh, makes a like surfboard. a hatch or something yeah, like yeah, into a surfboard, and then and he, para- and he surfs sails. on a wave. Oh, a wave. I was laughing hysterically. Oh it was my god! Great. So, so entertaining. It was so dumb, but in the best possible <laughs> he way. He just parasails on gigantic waves, and then he's like, "Hey, look! A conveniently placed ice ramp that will get me back near the bad guy lair. Let's take that." And then he does. And also, where did he get the material? Oh no, that was the parachute to clothesline the guy off of the uh the snow ski yeah yeah poor Which, dude. how did he know that guy was going nearby him was just it, some, just a, oh, it was like a guard i guess yeah 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 but, because the, there were other yellow yeah, jumpsuited yeah. individuals yeah, he was just going by like how did he know yeah the route? where was he was he looking for him i i was under the assumption that they thought the bond was dead fuck it uh and once he gets back to the base while halle berry is uh left to die in a melting snow palace with that, you can't really make up he because he lasers that, his own palace instead of just saying, that, "Hey, look, a gun! Bang, bang, bang! Up, oh, there she goes. She's dead. Not alive." That's my biggest problem with Bond movies like this, where it's just like, mm, "Gun, up, oh, the dead. We did it." Like both, no, they'll both never, sides. They'll never do that. Also, I love that. Uh, like. We didn't see the green jaguar that has the minigun turret oh! before, and it just happens to be there, and Zhao just gets into it, 
and it's the it's armed with like the exact oh, deterrence man. and weapons that Bond's car is meant it's, to. It literally be. just turns into twisted metal. The the movie. Yeah, and it's, without it's, all the cool. And stuff. you know what's amazing about it is it's like a really. Uh, I don't want to say well it's, done. I, well, I guess it is, it's fairly well done, right? But it's boring. It's, it's so boring. It should be super exciting. Like and these guys like are having the most dull, super death it's, cars. It's, you're just like, oh, he's shooting rockets. Oh, he's he's torpedoing the... Oh, no, they're in oh, the Oh, he's the drifting aggressively. Oh, no. Look at that. That's now really... He's, he's going to use his spikes on bonds. Yay. Oh, no. Now he has spikes in his tires and turned invisible and moved. Yeah, and, and so then... And so that's basically the climax is that... Zhao corners him. <laughs> Climax. Uh, and then uh, and then he puts these like Jeez. ram spikes on. Yep. And he's gonna ram Bond's car. So Bond turns visible. He has these things which let him climb up the wall. He moves out of the way. And then Zhao is like, Aah! you know, and uh, and then he drives into the water. Yep. And then this is my favorite death scene ever. So oh, Bond the, the, just oh my shooting God. the chandelier. It's, yeah. So he just like drives down and he just casually knows exactly where, you know, Zhao is. He shoots this like crystal chandelier. Yep. And then it like falls down slowly and Zhao goes, ah, puts his hands up and then it just lands and then, and then there's just a fountain of blood a in the water. A fountain of like bloody water. I it's thought great. that was wonderful. Yeah, that was that <laughs> was that was fantastic. Hilarious. That was that was my favorite death in the whole movie just oh fucking it was good. Like, it was it was yeah, it was great. And, the, yeah. and so at this point, I think this would have been a great oh, spot and the to ejector, end the movie. Yeah, the ejector seat car flip. Oh yeah, that was ridiculous. That's fucking dumb. So ridiculous. And then the line, "Time to give the American her bath," as the laser intensifies on melting the snow palace. Which, that is why not would you do that to kill one one person, person when you had guns and could have just and gone like, bang, bang, bang? We did so it. So even for a Bond villain, this is like yeah. ridiculous. Wait, so, okay, so that's what I don't understand. So those generals from North Korea somehow were able to get out of North Korea unnoticed because, you know, they yeah. were, they've they been sanctioned for a long time. Go to Iceland and melting an ice palace that you built is the demonstration of the weapon's potency? Yes. Of course, Cameron. What's there not to understand? Obviously, that makes sense. If you can melt an ice palace, you can blow up all the mines on the 49th parallel. <laughs> Isn't it the 38th? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Isn't it the 38th yep. parallel? Whatever. It's, I don't know. Uh, does it? Whatever. It's I a parallel, bitch. I think it's alive anymore. You the 39th parallelogram. I think the 38th is Canada and the U.S. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, so they go to North Korea, British, South Korean military, Amer like NSA team up. Yep. Woohoo. Oh boy. Oh good. Gustav Graves is going to use the satellite to destroy the minefield. The minefield. That was left in the demilitarized zone so that the North Korean military can move on Could the south. Die in because the south immediately, because they would. <laughs> yeah, like for real. Yeah, because. Yeah, it's not south like they didn't Korea. fortify beyond the mines. Wouldn't they just be like, oh, hey, look, no, hundreds mines. of troops. Gun, 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 gun. Ah, we got them all. Fuck, we win. <laughs> oh, no, they have yeah. T-55s, wildly outdated tanks. Ah, we killed Boom. them. Hey, look, we had one fucking Abrams. We won. We've got a... F look, we did it. We've got, f we've got fan boats. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do have rocket fan boats. Oh, no, what will we do? And fan boys. Fan boys. Boys. 
Bye. I'm a fan of the earlier Bond films. So anyway, uh, what uh, what else? Oh, and so, uh, so even though Gustav this is like, probably Graves the best place for this movie armor. to end, it like didn't end. Yeah, at it just all. Didn't, it, like that would have been a good place to end. Is like, and then they got the bad guy. Like, nope. So then, and then he wants to show his dad, who I guess is like the the great leader of, of the general, yeah. General Moon, super, sure, Super Moon. And uh, and then and so they're on. And like he's a- like, "You are my son." And then, of uh, my favorite part of this, the detail is that uh, Gustav Graves slash uh, Colonel Moon, who's been made over, you know, it's basically whitewashing, for lack of a better term, quite literally. Yeah, I mean, it's in the and plot, though. It's yeah, like, you know. Well, no, like I don't mean that in like a, it's an appropriation. It's literally yeah, like yeah, he, yeah, he whitewashing. Precisely like, looked to, to, like genetically. Because they used a different actor. Yeah, like, it's not like with, like, the power imbalance that appropriation implies. It's literally like they wash the character white and Caucasian. But he has Like in Iron Sky, but that was fucking He has a bust of his former face that he puts his military hat on in the plane. Because that's what I would do. That plane is so impractical. That's like like a glass bottom That's like a detail that he insisted on when that plane was built. And his a... fucking power armor. Yeah, and so also, then he gets into like that a... Helicopter, that helicopter serves no purpose. Yep. I saw it in the plane earlier. It's just there for them to escape with later in the yeah. movie. There's no reason to have it. So, yeah, he's got his like power armor, and then his dad is like... He shows him the, the power of the, the Sunny D. Yep. You know, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he tells him, like, hey, we can rule the world now. And then he's like, son, you're going to destroy everything. And he's like, yep. Yep, and that's he, the plan. That's what I'm hoping for. And he shock blasts him with the power glove. And yeah. he's like, I don't like you anymore. And he's like, I'm, I you love just that a- electricity, though. That effect oh, is so, so great. It's so horrendous. Even the original Return of the Jedi's like, force lightning looks better. Serious. Way better. Fucking shitty garbage even darth vader being forced to yell no when he picks up emperor palpatine and throws him down the like the thing in return of the jedi is better than the electricity effects in this seriously movie. all of it is and then uh what else happened oh so they get into a big fight oh and then uh halle berry ends up fighting miranda frost yep and wins by, by throwing so she threw a knife at one point and it hit a copy of the art of war yep Sun Tzu's The Art of War. And then at one point, she's like, I can... And so, and then Miranda Frost was kicking her butt like really badly. And then Halle Berry's character was like... She's like, I can... So Miranda Frost says something along the lines of, like, I can predict every one of your moves. And then Halle Berry goes, kick. And she kicks the knife book into, into her, her chest. chest. And then she says something like, nope. And yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> and so then that fight's over. So then yeah. Bond keeps fighting uh, Mr. Gustav Power Armor Grizzle. Boy. And then, you know, he's shooting. Uh, he's like, I'm going to destroy everything, Bond. And my favorite thing about his power armor is he can control the sunbeam with like a trackball. Yeah, it's like a 90s, like, <laughs> yeah, trackball. Like an old joystick. Like, no, no, no. You know? It literally has like the red marble, yeah, red and it's black like marble. Not, like, it's, they took, the prop was like, open a mouse, take it out. No, 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 no. No, remember those mice that you didn't move the mouse? Oh, just yeah, 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 I had a trackball on the side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They made those look better. Yeah. Even though those were the shittiest mice. It was not. It was such a dumb idea. It didn't work. No, it's garbage. Anyway. 
actually, did you know that um, uh, Apple and Bandai made a fucking console called the Bandai Pippin, and it had a, a trackball in the controller? Wonderful. And it also, actually gonna... ran just a Mac OS, and you could see the Mac OS fucking boot in the background before, while you booted a game. Anyway, weird th- weird fact I found out this oh, week. I wrote down something. So when Halle Berry, like, kick kick swords or kick fucks, like, uh, um, frost to death, not kick fucks, kick, like, kicks it all the way through her chest, the shot of... Miranda Frost's back, like she kicks it all the way through her, but when they show a shot of her back, the sword is or knife is not coming out of her back. <laughs> so there's yeah, what that. Are you saying? Con- Sorry, we zoned out. <laughs> we just totally zoned out. <laughs> oh, I was just saying how when um, Halle Berry kicks the knife through. Frost's yeah. uh, torso. They it goes. It cuts to a shot of Miranda Frost's back, and there's no sword protruding from there. So it, even though it was it's, a knife, yeah, small knife. Yeah, it was like yeah. a throwing knife. Oh, I thought it was bigger, and then I thought like, no, oh well. No. I mean, yeah, it was. It, it was a silly thing. And earlier, Halle Berry like pers- threw like a throwing knife into a guy's throat like perfectly. Yep. Because she's a fucking wizard. Like, that's amazing. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, And then it ends, and then we cheer. Uh, oh, so then he fights. He fights Power Armor Guy, and then he's, like, standing near it because he ended up breaking the glass as the plane is all depressurized. Yep. And, and a bunch then, of guys are just like, oh, no, my body, as yeah, they and fall they out of the plane. Out, and then he's like, I'm going to destroy everything. And he's like, oh, no, you're not. And he pulls his parachute, right? And then it sucks him into, like, the plane engine after some Yeah, basically Incredible yep. capes him into the... Uh, Yep, and then dead engine. And then must, they need to he escape. He must be the... in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because he sure is the Shredder. Well, oh, that wasn't worth and it. And then, was like, it? Bond is trying to find Halle Berry, and then he sees dead Miranda, and then Halle Berry goes, "I broke her heart," and I was like, "That's well below her heart." All it's right, the... that's just come on. <laughs> let's 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 get real for a minute. And then they, then they, then comes one of my favorite like of the terrible scenes. They like get there's a helicopter just like Cameron said earlier on the plane for really no reason other than to get them off the plane. The plane is crashing, and then they get in it and they start like activating all the the helicopter things. The and it's like it's like <laughs> the flipping helicopter things. Yeah, it just they start, has like a line of lights it, going like, up oh, and down. And, then Aaron and was just like, like oh no, the lights! And I started laughing hysterically. Danger lights. And then the gyroscope, you can see it going out of whack because the thing's like flipping head over heels. So there's really no way that the the helicopter would be able to gain control over itself. Yep. Right. This is not going to happen. But then he activates the blades, and then right before it hits the ground, it crashed. No, sorry, that was the good ending. And no, it didn't crash. And then they and then they they fly away. I think the good ending would also, have been like, oh no, we caught f- Bond dead, dead, dead. Uh, okay, yeah, one then, thing oh, I don't there's understand. a bunch of diamonds in it. We're rich. Yay. Okay, so let's assume that that helicopter had a full tank of gas. Where did yeah, they fly to that just had an abandoned cabin on like a seaside where they can just have diamond foreplay? That was so ridiculous that oh I don't God, even know how to. The fucking dialogue for that scene. It was like, but. Put it in. Keep it in. Leave it in. Leave it and in. He's like, just for a few more minutes. And he's like, nah, it's probably take it out. I got it back in and then take it out and put it back in. I got to take it out. Like There's no the way I don't have hep C. <laughs> no way I don't have STDs <laughs> or STIs. Uh, well, maybe both or all of them. I'm going to give you the herp. Which actually isn't that bad. Now that we've got modern medicine. Uh... 
Yeah. And oh, then, uh, I, and I then it turns your... out he was like putting a diamond in her belly button and kind of fiddling, fiddling with it. Fiddling on the roof. Yeah, and then and then he's, he's like he's like yeah we got to give these back and she's like lol nah. sad face we're still the good guys ah oh and then he's like you're a good guy especially when you're being bad and then they start like making when I out have the fuck with and you that's the end of the movie <laughs> yep oh man that's, that's the ending what a garbage heap yeah no fucking useless oh and when they're uh, one last thing when the helicopter is uh when they can't get it started. Uh, she's like, oh no! Our, like they had had this banter about going back and forth of my relationships don't last that long either, and my relationships don't last that long. And she's like, oh no, I guess we're going down together. And then when they finally get to start going, he says, oh, so you said something about us going down together, huh? And he's like, time for some sixty nines, right, bro? High five! Yeah, yeah. And then the movie ended, and then we all cheered because it was over, not because. Woo-hoo! It was good. All right, so yeah, that was that was uh, that was that. That's, that's that. Uh, so let's render our verdicts. Uh, Harv, does this movie belong in the catastrophe section? Barely. I think it barely makes the cut. It has enough hilarious nonsense, like that makes you go, "What were they thinking?" Because because like that, that's really my basic litmus test is to go. What were they thinking, right? And there's a few scenes like when Bond is like parasailing on a piece of oh, a car yeah. that I was like, that was awesome. Surfing in the beginning, that was great. Uh, the death scene with Zhao cracked me up really hard. And there's a few others. I, I just, I, I find it to be quite, it, honestly, this movie's kind of boring. It's kind of dull. Yeah. But I definitely, if you like terrible movies, especially kind of campy Bond movies, I think absolutely, it's, it, it, I think it, it, it makes it into the catastrophe section. Aaron, uh, I'm gonna say the last thirty minutes of it do everything yeah, else just ignore. Once, once, once he's about to fucking, uh, you just start at the fucking laser beam satellite shooting and then watch from there. Everything else useless garbage. Don't want to watch it ever again. Uh, I've got to say that it definitely belongs. I was riveted through this movie because. For some reason, like, with all the Bond movies I've seen, I'm just used to, like, the formula and just just how baffling it is that Bond is... Like, Bond is a, not a very smart person. He basically follows his penis around everywhere, like, his dick's forward, like, I'm gonna fuck my way to the... Oh, look, I solved the mystery. Uh, he's, he's not like a Daniel, smart... He's like Daniel Radcliffe in the... Yeah. In, in fucking... Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man, yeah. Ah, that movie's good. Yeah, he basically just hobbles his way around, failing upwards. Everyone knows who he is. Yeah, yeah so... And, well, and that's the joke with James Bond, right? Is that, you know, he goes on so many missions, you'd think that all of the bad guys in the network of the world would know, like, hey, watch out for that James Bond guy, huh? He could be trying to, to get you... And your plot, and they'd be like, "Thanks for the heads up." I'll, uh, yeah, I'll watch cool. out for that. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say that this definitely belongs. So, all right, in- all right. inducted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, anything else we yeah. move into counterpoints? Sure. Yeah, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> What's so funny? Nothing. <laughs> 
me. It's just, you know. Nothing. He just said, it's, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're laughing at you. Yeah. No. <laughs> All okay. right, counterpoints. Let's do it. All right, so th- this movie has a certain percentage on Rotten Tomatoes, on critics. Uh, what is its c- higher? It, it's got to be fifty-six. Fifty-eight, actually. Whoa! Uh, I, wow, that was good. Uh, within two. So, 124 fresh, 91 rotten. Consensus reads, its action may be too over the top for some, but Die Another Day is lavishly crafted and succeeds in evoking classic Bond themes from the franchise's earlier installment. All right, what is the audience score? It's got to be higher, 67. Uh, Yeah, something like that. It is 41. Oh, Oh, hey, they know better. Look at that. Yep. (laughs) They sure do. All right, so it is 41% liked it based on an average of 3.1 out of 5 based on 429,872 reviews. Wow. And Cameron, let's go. To- okay, Cameron, really quick. What's what? the percentage? What's the audience percentage on this? 41. Okay, can you do me a favor and look up the audience percentage on The Zookeeper? I have a really bad feeling that more people liked The Zookeeper than this movie. Mm. Hold on. So what's the zoo? I've never. It's Kevin James. Okay, it's... I already. Never mind. They're equal. Oh my god. <laughs> They're both at forty-one percent. Well, all right. Cool. cool. All right. Well, all right. Uh, valid. It has keep... the same. Wait, what? <laughs> what made you think of the zookeeper? I don't know. I was just thinking of a really like shitty family movie that. Do you want like. Kevin James Bond in the future? I mean, I do because that would actually no. be great. Just like nope. Paul Blart, World Cop. <laughs> <laughs> it, they're basically going to remake uh, uh. Die Another Day, but with a Segway instead of an yeah. Aston Martin. Yeah, and the Segway just shoots like banana peels. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, oh, I wrote down something that I didn't bring up in the movie. Uh, when they're using the Icarus satellite to blow up the landmines, there is a fireworks sound effect that goes off. Oh, yeah, there is. Like, <laughs> yeah. God, okay, so, so let's find some really good ones. <laughs> okay, so Vikrant P uh, wrote in 2007, gave it a 10 out of 10 says that this is better than Casino Royale and by far the best Bond film ever made. Could have been Ooh. even more enjoyable if it was extended by half or one hour. Oh, no. That has to be satire. I refuse to believe anybody would actually think of that. Yeah. May I mean, people surprise me, but uh, no. Yeah, like it's, already hour, it's already hours. too long. It's already two hours and like 12 minutes till the credits. Uh. Like, fuck off. All right, next. That's the only 10, like, 10 uh, user score. Uh, the Village Voice gave it a 10 out of 100, saying, Dissing a Bond movie is quite like calling a dog stupid, but when it has the temerity to run over two hours, you feel like winding up with a kick. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so let's go see if Wikipedia has a good one. Um Okay, so Die Another Day was actually strongly criticized for relying too heavily on gadgets and special effects. Uh, 
Gary Brown of the Houston Community Newspapers described the weak point of the film as the seemingly nonstop action sequences and loud explosions that appear to take center stage while the Bond character is almost relegated to second string. This movie does have a lot of gadgets. Yeah, it does. Yep. What What are you hitting in the background? Uh, what? Nothing. There's nothing. Sorry. Just making out. <laughs> it sounds like you're punching something. Is that how you make out? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that how that works? Is that not how? You oh, do it? is that not how that's done? Cameron, I think you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think my favorite quote has to be Sir Roger Moore, former Bond in the uh, 70s and 80s, remarked about the film. I thought it, Die Another Day, just went too far, and that's for me, the first Bond in space, invisible yeah. cars and dodgy CGI footage, please. <laughs> good that's good i like that quality oh and uh, one other one michael dakina of film threat praised the film as the best of the series to star pierce brosnan and the most satisfying installment of the franchise in recent memory <sighs> apparently oh. forgetting all about golden eye yeah which is actually like a good movie Okay, so, and actually have, like, a competent villain, Sean Bean. Yeah, and, a, like, a reasonable plot that's still a little over the top, but kind of believable. Yeah. Um, so, this movie cost a certain amount of money to make. How much did it cost to make? Oh, God, $170 million. Uh, 200 Lower. Uh, $110. $145. All right. All right. How much did it make? Uh, $300. It made mm. a total of... Four hundred and thirty-five million dollars mm. worldwide. Let's well, see how much not too shabby. So it made a hundred. It made a hundred and sixty million dollars, almost a hundred and sixty-one million domestically, and two hundred seventy-one million roughly overseas. And it looks like the director is a catastrophe section alum, Lee Ooh. Tamahori, having directed such gems as, let's see. Triple X State of the Union. Oh God. Oh boy. That, no, oh my that, God. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yes, because that that very yeah. similar style. Absolutely. I can see that. Yeah. In fact, this was the movie, movie he made after that. Like State really? of the Union was right after this. He also directed oh. Nicolas Cage's movie Next. Oh my God. Wow. Next is so fucking great. We should do Next. Okay, so Neil Purvis and Robert Wade are basically the. Screenwriters who sank Bond's credibility during Pierce Brosnan's uh, yeah. tenure, they basically came on and the world is not enough. And they're just like, here, vomit into us, into some pages and here's a script. But around the time that they were commissioned to do Casino Royale, they brought in Paul Haggis and other screenwriters to do editing and page one rewrites of them. So Casino mm -hmm. Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre were all contributed to by them, but they also had other writers outside of them to sort of keep them in check. So that whole schlocky, oh, Saved by the Bell was kind of taken off, yeah, like taken out of their down. hands after this because um, Pierce Brosnan actually regrets doing, like having this be his final performance. Yeah. Okay, so there was a canceled spinoff to this movie. Uh, there was originally going to be a spinoff movie about Halle Berry's Jinx character. Why? Which Ugh. MGM described to set up as a film series that would be, quote, a Winter Olympics alternative to Bond. 
However, they pulled the plug on the project despite producers Barbara Broccoli and Michael G. Wilson being clearly furious about the decision and deciding to move ahead with a reboot Casino Royale ahead of re-upping um, a one-film ter- one contract for Pierce Brosnan to do another one. Yeah. So let's look at... Uh, this movie was nominated for two Razzies before Good. I go into trivia. Uh, what were what were the Razzies that it was nominated for? It's got to be Worst Actors, one of them. Uh, um, worst Effects? Worst Screenplay? Yeah, None. Screenplay. Really? Okay. Uh, worst Feature? Like this Worst couple? Film? Worst Screen Couple? Uh, none of those. It is worst supporting actress for Madonna and ah. worst original song for Madonna. <laughs> and Mer- Merwesa Amadzai. I'm probably butchering that. But Man, she this- got she got a lot of Razzies that year. Yeah, in 2002, she was nominated for um, Die Another Day and Swept Away, I think. And yeah. she in 2010, she was nominated for excuse me, worst actress of the decade for next best thing, swept away, die another day, and three other achievements. <laughs> wow. Okay, All right. So, all right. So uh, some trivia. Um, according to Lee Tamahori, the director, his 14-year-old son was more interested in meeting the female torturer presented at the beginning of the film than in meeting James Bond. Well, that kid is just jerking off to weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking as soon as I read that. I was like, Ugh. Oh, boy. Wow. Please torture me. My daddy made the movie. Way more trivia. Yeah, than way more trivia. Other... I just wanted to pull out the seemingly like, Dad, can I meet the torture lady? Yeah, no, that needed yeah, to be that's, said. That's, that's great. That's Yeah, that needs to be known. <laughs> I wanted to touch my genitals, Dad. Like, oh. Okay, well, uh, looks like that's going to wrap us out. Uh, yo, wrap us out. Uh, so All let's right. move into our final segment before we announce what we're doing next time. Harv, what's on your radar this week? Not a lot. I was uh, studying a lot for finals, which I've completed, and so I wasn't doing much. Uh, the second season of Attack on Titan is very good. I've been watching that. Oh, were you uh, studying Western hypocrisy by any chance? Yeah, that's your uh, no, new major. actually, it was it was other things that's your that new were major. real things <laughs> to study, like an actual major. Yeah, like like math, like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what was I gonna say? So, oh yeah, so uh, uh, I did uh, second season of Attack on Titan is very good. Oh, I finally got around to watching One Punch Man. It's Amazing. pretty good. Amazing. I've only seen a few episodes, but it's fucking it's absolutely good. amazing. Like, what what I find refreshing about One Punch Man is that it's a satire about superheroes, which I think really needs to be done. And it got some great commentary, and it's also just good. It's got yeah. a, like an actually interesting story, so it kind of hits all the bases. I think a fucking bored dude. Yeah, and it's very He's it's very bored. relatable and on, on like multiple levels. Uh, and it, I think it's got excellent commentary for the really tired superhero genre that we're we're all like sick of. I think at this point, uh, and, and and it's also just excellent. Uh, so One Punch Man. But what about the big fight that they all train for through the movie, and then they have the big fight? Yes. Well, then he hits them once, and then and they then, die. Yep. And then it's over. 
so it's it's excellent. It's, it's pretty it's just yeah. it's very very good. It is. Uh, and then I started watching. Uh, I think this has already been mentioned, but Ghost Stories, which is another anime that was like really <laughs> terrible. Uh, and then so when oh my god, it's yes. so it's just like a really dumb anime about ghosts at a school, but the uh, yeah. the people who dubbed it changed everything and turned it into a comedy. It's yep. hysterically funny. I'm only like six episodes in out of 20. It's fu- It's so good. Yeah. Oh, and I've been watching Adventure. I've been watching a lot of stuff. I've been playing a lot of stuff. Oh, and I'm all caught up on Adventure Time, like all the way up season eight. And so they did two miniseries. They did Islands and Elementals or Elements. And it was really good. They're both, I think it's it's, it's spooling up for the, the final season. So sure. season nine will be it. Okay. So anyway, I have not watched that's, any of it. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, the new Arion album is just living fuck sex of the best around, of all like literally the best vocalists ever, and then a bunch of prog nonsense happening in the background. It's fucking. It's so fucking good. God damn it. Go listen to Aquatic Race. It's it's a fucking great. Also, that just the fucking. Uh, I'm a sucker for like layered vocals just like just shoot jizz out of me <laughs> out of my brain forever it's that uh, yeah could you could you could you not yeah i'm not well here we go uh, <laughs> <laughs> no but it's it's fucking amazing and i love it um i had my hopes up and I, it didn't let me down actually usually it's like ah it's good but eh. Also, uh, Dream Evil is actually coming out with a new album for the first time in fucking forever. <laughs> they're a ridiculous band. I like them. Yeah, they're pretty uh, funny. The new stuff sounds pretty good. Also, Ice Earth is a new, has a new stuff. I watched uh, the TV series Dear White People. It was really good. I watched the movie, but not the series. I have a sneaking suspicion that I'm not going to like a rehash. I don't, I don't know if it's the same. It's oh, did you did thing. you like the movie, Harv? Uh, it was okay. I like the show. I haven't seen the movie. I like the idea of the show because I feel like the the movie has a lot of potential, but it doesn't get a lot of a chance to explore a lot of the ideas that it's yeah, going so I, for the, as much as I would have liked. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen the show. But the thing I like about the show is they kind of rehash the same events through different people, which is really cool. Uh, and I think that that literally leads to its strengths. And also, it's just it's a good mix of like actual like poignant discussion and then just like good characters and then just a bunch of dumb shit. Like, I like just really I don't know. It's just really well done. It's it, I like it a lot. It's good. It's quite good. It's only 10 episodes. It's not very long. Um, I think that's it. What about Dawn of War three? Aaron? Uh, it sucks. <laughs> I, you know, for a long time, I wanted it. Uh, I know you. Even did. I wanted it to be so good for so long that I was like, "It's okay," but it. It's not. How about that ET? How about that ET NES game, huh? Oh man, it's not even on the NES. Are you kidding me? It's the Atari. Come on, dude. How about that Atari ET game? Am I right? Yeah. Well, hey. Um, <laughs> I've been playing Paladins, which people are like, "It's just Overwatch." It's like, I mean. I hear it's really good. Paladins is really good. Basically, the difference between Paladins and Overwatch is you can customize how your character works, and you it has more MOBA elements. MOBA elements. Basically, you don't level up like during the match like a MOBA would, and but um, you buy small stat upgrades like this guy does a lot of blast damage and he's killing me. I'm gonna buy blast damage re- resistance or whatever the fuck, right? 
or I want more cooldown. And then that's just in match and that doesn't affect it. But out out of match, you actually build like a quote unquote deck or a loadout where it's just like, I like using this skill for this thing. And if I pair it with this thing and I lower the cooldowns on this and give it a bunch of extra effects. So I, I think it's more interesting than Overwatch. Overwatch certainly has more polish, but... I don't get to be like, oh, Roadhog, I'd rather have this thing to uh, happen more often. It's just like, you're playing Roadhog, you play Roadhog, that's it. And I, I, I just don't think it's as fun. Though, then again, they came out with a character that I really fucking hate that just came out, where she just is like, hey, you know that area? Well, for like a bunch of se- a bunch of time, uh, healing doesn't happen there. And it's just like, that's just removing support characters from the entire fucking, like, that's dumb. Not to mention she has an attack that... If you are standing in a place for two seconds or like in a, and it's a pretty big radius, then it's ah, 2,500 damage. And most characters don't have more than that. So it's just like, Hey, look dead. Like it's, I don't know. Hopefully they, they nerf, uh, I forget her name, but it's the fairy. Like she's a literal fairy and she shoots magic. Like she's a cool character design and I like the ideas of her abilities, but I think they're just too good. Uh, but the the null zone is fucking dumb. Anyway, that's a lot of things that nobody knows about or cares about. Cool, Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, one line that I didn't bring up in Die Another Day was, Mister Bond, I can't be with you because for you it's sex for dinner and death for breakfast. Oh my God, yes. And it was. Yeah. So I wanted. And to I mention was like, that. what's it's- for lunch? Alcoholism. <laughs> well, <laughs> did you catch the did you catch that jab when they're scanning him at the beginning of the movie and they're like the liver doesn't look so great yeah. that's got to be him. Must be him. Oh no. All right, so my biggest plug has got to be the new Gorillas album called Humans. Uh it came out last week and I have listened to it about 10 times already. It's definitely an evolution of their previous sound and they are currently on tour. So anyone who hasn't uh Listen to it yet. If you're a fan of Plastic Beach, uh, The Fall, Demon Days, or their self-titled album, you should definitely check out their new stuff on, you know, iTunes, Amazon, music places. Uh, Watching stuff that I want to plug, Legion, holy fucking shit, is that way better than anything else. Uh, I agree with Harv that there's, like, needs to be an overhaul of the superhero genre, but what I love about Legion, what makes it different is that it takes place entirely, like, almost entirely inside of its protagonist's head. That's weird. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what the show is It is, all. and it, it's surreal as shit, and it's basically, like, follows the, um, the format of, like, a nightmare, like a horror movie almost, where, the, like, the... The antagonist is something that's inside of his brain that's leeching off of his power. Huh. So that's as much as I'll say. And it's only eight episodes. It's got it's got uh, Jermaine Clement who is in Flight of the him. Concords. Yeah, he's he plays like this other telepath who's like locked in this uh, place called the Astral Plane. So there's a lot of like weird metaphysics and stuff there. And it doesn't. I don't know. I feel like the superhero genre is weighed down by. We got to get ready for that big fight. Yeah. That big fight's coming up. DBZ logic. You're training to get up to that fight, whereas this is more about, it's more character-based. Like, are is this person telling the truth? Are their memories reliable? What is the self? Is this person capable of, are they actually mentally ill or is it part of their powers? So it's 
it's told in a way that I have not seen anything like that in the genre. So you can watch it on Xfinity, DirecTV, iTunes, all that stuff. It's amazing. And also uh, Crashing, which is Pete Holmes's show on HBO. Um, you've seen the Louis and the Seinfelds and the other, hey, I'm a profane stand-up person. But what makes Crashing different is that he's not starting from the middle or top of his career. He's literally starting at the bottom. He's barking, which means that he does four hours of handing out flyers. And then he gets to go up for like 10 minutes at the end of the night. If five people pay to get into the club with flyers that have his name on it, his wife leaves him for an art teacher. Um, He's sleeping on couches of aspiring comedians. He is a, He's not like a profane comedian. He goes with more jokes and it's more self-discovery of himself as a person rather than like Louis more uh, vignette-ish Woody Allen style of observation. So yeah. I find it more sincere than like the average, hey, it's a comedy about comedians show. So check that out. It's uh, eight episodes on HBO and that's pretty much all. Oh, and lastly, um, Alpha and Omega porn. That's uh, that's pretty great. <laughs> yes, did you finally see that? Yes, I did. It's and fuck so you. Bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Okay. Uh, let me preface this. So Cameron, Cameron was. We were lo- lo- looking through the list of the catastrophe section, and I was like, and I was just reading off names that I didn't re- remember. And Alpha and Omega, and I looked up what it was, and it's like two wolves that have to repopulate the species. And I'm like. I was on the phone with Cameron at the time, and I was like, Cameron, there is definitely porn of this. And he's like, okay. And then I was just like, all right, well, I'm going down this rabbit hole. And then I sent him some on on Facebook, and it's just like, here you go. And it's just poorly Photoshopped. Like, just a picture of a dude with, like, his shirt up in the bathroom with a phone. (laughs) And and then they just, like, shittily is just like, now it's the color of the fur of the character. And we took a screenshot of the character's face and sloppily pasted it on top of his face. And it just looks terrible and it was it was a fun it was a fun ride down the Rule 34 road. Um, it's never a fun ride. It is a very fun road. Just just well, any- Aaron also looked up such great things as Jar Jar Binks. Porn. Oh my God! Nope. There's way more than you think. No, there is. there's not. There's none. Hey, tell Harv all about no, it, Aaron. No. It sounds like he all wants. Right. Oh, I think the best one is Shrek. Let's just end it. Oh Let's end man, the episode. we gotta end. There's it. a lot. We gotta go. There's way more than it's you think. Not, there is. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe yeah. in that. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was a thing. Uh, did we decide on what we're doing next, Cameron? Yeah. What are you doing next? Uh, so I have some. We we can choose between three oh for our 65th episode, which means that we are of retirement age after this. Oh, well, that's not happening. Uh, so, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, The Country Bears, or Popeye with Robin Williams as Popeye. Uh, those are all really good. Ford Fairlane is... Um, that's Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay, who's a fucking garbage person and is not funny ever. Oh man. Um What was what was the last family comedy comedy we did, Cameron? Um I don't it, think we've done one. The last it's, we did it's been a orderly while. swept away. Oh, Suburban Commando. Yeah, but uh, that's not okay. I'm kind of leaning towards I guess Ed. I'm kind of leaning towards Country Bears here. 
All right, Country Bears. And, best and movie. I'll tell you why. Because it also came out in 2002. So the last three <laughs> movies we've done will be from 2002. We're just accidentally stumbling on a portrait of the year 2002. Fuck it. Well, Disorderlies came out in 1987. What did? Disorderlies. Oh, yeah. But swept away 2002. This, 2002. So. Yep, we'll just keep going with 2002. Just for a minute. And we yeah. can do Cat... Catwoman pretty soon. Oh, that came out in 2003, I think. Yeah, so... um, hmm. But filmed in 2002. Uh, yes. But yeah, I've got uh, the 2000 Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, the Billion Dollar Hobo, Wh- hold uh, no, Garfield. Whoa, whoa. Slow the fuck... What the fuck is the Billion the Dollar what? Hobo? <laughs> what is that? Let's see. Uh, it is, uh, Vernon Praiseworthy is a clumsy but lovable dope who stands to inherit his uncle's fortune. Uh, the condition is that he travel the rails as a penniless hobo, just as his uncle did in the dark days of the depression. That seems simple enough until he gets involved in a dog napping plot. What? Okay, well, maybe. We'll that see. sounds great. That does not, but all right, we'll see. Do you, um, do you want to be on that one, Harv? <laughs> nope. We might have, I don't know if we're going to do it. Well, I'll nope. have to look up the trailer first. Do you want to be in Popeye? <laughs> Definitely not. How about the Country Bears? Anything, maybe the Country Bears, because I do love Christopher Walken. Uh, <laughs> Is he in that? Oh, yeah. You've seen this? I've seen stuff about it. Okay, well. And then uh, I was going to say... None of the other ones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so you want to be on Country Bears. I, I, maybe. Is that what it's, you're a, it's a soft maybe. <laughs> that, that's a yes. We'll badger you enough to make it happen. No. Um, so, outro. What are you going to do? Study math? Yep. Outro. We did it, and it's over. It's a thing that we did, and it's a thing. There's Bond, and he's going to your body, and he's going to sexually harass you. You don't know how many penises he has. Three. Good. He has three penises. Use them all to sexually harass you. And I'm out. It's a terrible country. Hey, uh, fucking rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher and all that, and just do, uh, do it. Email us at catastrophe. Follow me at Cat Sex Cat. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? <laughs> That's cat and sex and then cat again. Cat Sex Cat. Is, do you, is that actually a thing? Y- yep, that's my handle now. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, we have Catastrophe Sect, S-E-C-T for Twitter. I need to use that more. Um... Email us at catastrophe section gmail.com and send Harass us. Harass Harv to be on more episodes of our show at phone number. At phone number, Mick. <laughs> yeah, don't do Darren that. Harvey. Oh, 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 oh. And mail him a flaming bag of uh, thank you cards at address at 52 That Guy's House Lane. <laughs>
Yeah. Have you seen that episode of The Simpsons where uh, Homer prank calls 911 and they say, who's calling here? And he says, uh, my address is uh, 123 Fake Street. And then later in the episode, they show Fake Street where the police are arresting somebody who lives at an actual 123 Fake Street address. Yes. That Funny. is a joke. All right. Anyway, Done. Next time.